This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Get to the point faster and accomplish more with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being an NPR listener. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcasts. Uh, this is such a bizarre uh, story, but as, uh, my dad used to coach our football team. I remember the uh, last game of the season, uh, we played the Walton Raiders. The last game of the season, we weren't going to playoffs. It didn't matter. We lost. We were in seventh grade. I'll never forget this. And everyone's expecting it's the last game of the season. We're going to, oh, great season. We're going to do the banquet, all this. And we lost. We got our ass kicked. And it's similar because tonight I lost. And I'll never forget And when all those parents were circled around him, he, they thought he was going to say something inspirational, something significant about what a great season. And he just told them, I have a bad taste in my mouth. Because wrestling is about the ones who win. Man, I ought to know. I lost for eight years. I really ought to know. So something as silly as a, a wrestling match isn't silly at all to me. Uh, the winner's purse isn't remotely fictional to me. The winners make more than the losers. The winners sit in first class. The winners wear the TNT championship. I, I feel at least positive about the fact that it's on someone like Sammy Guevara. It's on someone who I helped bring here, recruited, wrestled in the very first match, on Dynamite, in Dynamite history, the first match is Sammy versus myself, and here we are on TBS, we've only grown, our audience has grown, our ratings have grown. It's paradise, right? You asked for post-match comments, so there's so many elephants in the room. This is an insane week in wrestling. People think that the Sean Ross story is BS, it's not. I am working here without a contract. I'm not even on payroll anymore. I'm working here on a handshake deal. That is 100% legitimate, I swear, on Pharaoh's life. If you want to know how serious things got, but I can tell you this, I have never felt more at home than under those lights, wrestling for the TNT title, a title that will never, ever, ever be secondary because of matches like that. Old school promoters will tell you the title can make the man or the man can make the title. At this point, we don't know which is which. I'm very proud of Sammy Guevara. I absolutely wish I could go home to my baby girl, to my other, my family and say, hey, TNT champ, once again, a belt that was synonymous with my name, doesn't look like it's gonna be just about me. Brody, Miro, Darby, Sammy, myself. I'm slow when it comes to rematches, but maybe I won't be so slow on getting my rematch on this one, but for now I'm gonna take a beat, get with Arn, Orn's been there for my whole career. I'm gonna think about it. Again, an insane week where I have heard the most wonderful, crazy things from all walks of the wrestling world on what it is that I do next. But like I said, I've never felt more at home than wrestling for that title in front of a crowd like that. Thanks. Thank you. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel. With me is Chris Koffler. And what you just heard <clears throat> might be Cody's last promo. 
on AEW television. That was an AEW promo. It was filmed by AEW cameras, and it was real. Um, what did you think about that, Chris? Um, it felt very real. You know, it's this is one of those times in wrestling, this whole story that's going on right now, where it's hard to tell what's real, what's fake. And then I love that. The fact that for once we really can't tell where there's a lot of speculation, there's a lot of rumors, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, if you will, with what's going on right now, which I think is going to make wrestling very interesting for the next, what, week, two weeks, month, however long it may be before we finally find out a real answer of what's going on. It just seems like it's a dream, like not a good dream. Not a bad dream, just a dream. You got reports out here. He's It's money problems. It's creative problems. It's a falling out with the Bucks. He lost his EVP position. But but it doesn't matter in the long run. When you go to WWE, you're still not going to be an EVP. You're still not going to have creative control. I mean, how much money, how much more money does he need? He's on reality TV shows. He's a, you know, it's not about money. So what is this is this all a work is this all part of the master plan between tony khan and cody and walking through the forbidden door does he come back does he come back with shane and have this awesome state a heel like nwo like stable this takeover as you'd say does he go to wwe and be become just a fucking wrestler over there like i don't know i really don't know at this point is he that mad at tony khan that he wants to take down AEW, and then in the process of being in wwe recruit wardlow recruit jade cargill recruit these guys and bring them over to the wwe hey cody's over there can't be that bad what does this mean yeah we don't know that's that's the great mystery of it right now and it's so hard these days with the internet and everything to keep things a secret most things are spoiled and this is one of those things that just nobody can figure out what's going on and i I think it's awesome it is awesome but it's also like when so i watch nxt because i know cody has no compete clause his contract was up in january um i know that he can show up in wwe or roh or wherever the hell he wants to anytime he wants he can do that he has no no handcuffs so i watch nxt thinking well they're doing the dusty cup why is he not showing up on NXT? Like, why not? And I, I thought about if this is real, if he's really leaving AEW and he's going to the other company, what position would fill him the best? A wrestler? Okay, what? To job out to Roman, to job out to Bobby Lashley, to just become a Finn Balor, just to become the guy who comes out, smiles, wrestles for two minutes, loses in a roll-up? Like, that's not what Cody is. Cody's about changing the game. Revolution about... Revolution... It's about cutting himself, about going through fire tables, like literally putting himself through hell, taking cutters off of a, you know, a 20-foot ladder or giving cutters or whatever he did. That's what he's about. And he doesn't do that in World Wrestling Entertainment. He won't be able to do that. No, not so, even close. So, so why is he going there? What did, what did Vince offer him? Did, is he going to be in a creative control? Is he going to be person in the back just pulling strings maybe helping WWE grow. Maybe they thought, hey, we, we're getting our ass kicked over here by AEW. We need one of their one of their EVPs. And what are they doing so special? Let's get one of them over here. Maybe Vince is like 
humbled himself and says, I need help. <laughs> I know it's funny. I get it. I know, That's I the most far-fetched theory I've heard all week. I know, but I'm just saying, like, what is it, though? What yeah. can get you to go back to a company you hate and you've talked shit about this entire time? You dest- The whole foundation of AEW was how much he hated WWE. Yeah, even in being the elite in the early um, stages of it. Like, they made fun of Triple H all of the time. Like, literally, a big gimmick was him just sleeping in trip. Like, there's a note that goes under his, his hotel door, and it says, we know you were dreaming about us, signed H. <laughs> it's like, because of the whole season, like, the whole season assist thing, you couldn't do the too sweet thing anymore. So, like, every time, like, they would do it, they would blur out their hands. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, why would you go back to that? That's fishy to me, unless he has some kind of control, some kind of power, some kind of executive position. Yeah, that's what I would think. He would have to be guaranteed some sort of creative control, given, you know, whether it's over himself or overseeing others. Maybe he'd be one of these people like a Randy Orton or a Cena in his later days where he's actually allowed to go out there and do somewhat of what he wants. But even if he does sign up for one of those positions, who's to say he doesn't get cut by the end of the year? Like, because they've shown that everybody is, is cuttable. Is, except for Roman. He's the only one. Roman and not. Brock. So what if Cody comes back as a, not part-timer, but special wrestler? Like, he only comes in for certain feuds. Like, what we're seeing with Edge. He's a part-timer, mm-hmm. but he's not there just for WrestleMania season. Like like Goldberg. Goldberg's only there for Mania season. That's yeah. all he does. Every year. You know, Brock Brock this year has been there a lot more than I thought he would be. Maybe he comes in that capacity where he only comes in and feuds with whoever for this amount of, like, three months. Then he's gone. and mm-hmm. Because, you know, he wants to be an actor. He wants to be on reality shows. He wants to be all these things. He doesn't want to be just a professional wrestler anymore. That's not, that's not how he wants, to, what he wants to do. I mean, we've seen this. He's on the big go, big show, go home, whatever the fuck it's called. The go big show. Yeah, he's on the fucking Brandy and but those shows. Those shows are TBS shows, TNT shows. How is it going to be him on TNT every single week, but him performing for USA Network or and pulling the ratings away from their other show? Yeah, potentially. Well, I guess they're not at the same time, but you're in a company that's trying to pull them away. So, my other thought: maybe he runs NXT. Maybe. Triple H failed in NXT. Obviously, AEW beat him out. They had to move nights. They had to move to Tuesdays. Their ratings were an all-time low. They are still low. They still It's still a shit show. Even though the Vengeance Day show was good, I watched the whole thing. It was really good. No one's watching it. No. So what if Cody comes in to run a, uh, NXT, and they move it back to Wednesday nights, and then they do the war again? But Cody's in charge now, and he's an on-screen personality to take down Tony Khan. Now, if they do that, could they scrap the Nickelodeon version? Well, they have this new level up, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did you see that? I saw that there was something called NXT level up, but I have not looked into it. To see I don't know. It actually, if, honestly, like I said, I don't watch NXT. I, when I watched NXT the other day, I said, oh, that's Braun Baker, Breaker. I saw him one time, mm-hmm. NXT 2.0, the first episode we all watched. Yep. And I was like, oh, Braun Baker, Breaker. Okay. So I watched him wrestle... On Tuesday night, it's pretty good. Oh, he's over. People like him. Um, he wrestled Phantasmo Del, whatever the fuck his name is. It was a good match. It was a really good match. The Dusty Cup was a good match. Like, everything was a good match. So they have the wrestlers in place. 
Now they need a mind. Now they need a someone from the inside of AEW to take down AEW, to take down the competition. And that's Cody. Cody could he could be so mad that he wants to do that. That would just be wild though, because then it would be that would be I feel like that would be a little bit not even a little bit. That'd be very selfish. You're trying to take there's finally competition in mainstream wrestling for the first time since the late nineties. So if he were to do that, to go in to try and take them down, think of all the wrestlers that we've seen that have made a name for themselves that have become stars. Thanks to AEW. Now, if if you're just out of spite trying to tear that down, you know, you've doubled the opportunities for wrestlers out there that could be on a major promotion now to turn around and go back and tear it down. I would hope that's not the case. That would be extremely selfish. You'd be trying to take that away from all of those wrestlers. If he can't be there, he doesn't want it. Right? Like, that's that's what you got to think about a breakup, right? Let's say you break up with your girlfriend. If I can't have her, no one can. Seriously. That's probably his thought process right now. I helped create AEW. I was a founding father. I was an EVP. Me, the Bucks, Omega. We did this together. I watched Being the Elite. I saw the whole thing happen. I mean, anyone that watched Being the Elite saw the whole thing happen. And then all of a sudden, Tony Khan strips some of his power. Tony Khan takes the EVP away. Tony Khan takes complete control. How does that make you feel? What if you had this role in your position, your your job, and then in, in two years from now, your, your contract's up and you have to renew it. Your boss says, nah, Chris, we're going to give you a pay cut and we're going to take all your power away. I mean, how would you feel? You'd say, fuck whatever company you work for. I'm going to the competition. Yeah, I would leave, but I wouldn't be like, hey, you know what? I want to put everyone else out there out of a job. I want to take it out on my coworkers because my boss, I don't agree with what he did or the way he treated me. So I want to make sure all of my coworkers are out of a job. That's not the way I would think. You know, I get the whole being upset if the, if the stories are true. But again, we still can't tell what's true and what's not true. But let's just go with the theory right now that it is true. He's mad at being stripped. Didn't get the big payday. I've seen that because they went to CM Punk and the others. And I don't know. I just, I, I can understand being mad. I could not understand or justify trying to take down a company and watching your friends lose their jobs. I'm trying to find the release, the statement that Tony Khan made where he signed himself as all it's, it's the writings on the wall where if you read Cody Rhodes statement, you read Tony Khan statement, it's plain as day. What's going on? Cody says in the statement and a lot of people have pointed this out a lot. Tony Khan took the, the baton and ran with it. And then in Tony Khan's statement, he literally says like, it's comical how he, he assigned, he addressed himself head booker. Da, 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 Evie, like he literally listed all of his things on his press release. Like he was fucking Khaleesi from game of Thrones. I'm trying <laughs> to find it right now to show you. I don't know if you saw it or not. Did you see it? No, I'm going to find it right now, but you know, I said this a long time ago. If you listen to our earlier podcast, our earlier, um, you know, inception of the show, I said the show seems amateurist as in like, there's too many run-ins. The booking is terrible. There's too many super kicks, too many cutters, too many suicide dives, too many everything. That was uh, early 2021, Josh, right there. 
No, it was yeah. It was. It's just the way. A lot it, of that. Well, it's just the way it was, and that's the way I felt. And I, and I said on the show, I wish I knew exactly what show it was. And I said, look, Tony Khan's gonna tell people stop. I think it was when the Matt Hardy thing happened when he took that dive. Yes, and I, I think, think it was around that time, if not that show. And I think I said, I think I directly said the the inmates have to stop running the show, and Tony Khan has to be a boss and do it. And ever since Tony Khan's been a boss and stripped, because these guys have been stripped of their power for a while. Mm-hmm. This isn't new. This has been happening. This, you know, um, the Young Bucks don't have booking decisions anymore. Kenny Omega, we hear that he still runs the women's division, but not as much as he used to. And Cody obviously doesn't book himself anymore. Tony did that. And the show's been better. The show's been so much better. But do you think it's a... Uh, do you think I just like the show like oh it's getting better no it's getting better because Tony Khan and his decisions and what he's doing instead of fucking thousand run-ins and Dark Order doing their stupid shit like it's just a better show now because Tony Khan learned how to run a show so I, I will agree and disagree on two fronts here I will agree with you on those little things that you say cutting down on all the run-ins and especially at the end of the show, man, that was getting to be like every week you knew the match was over and 10 to 15 wrestlers were going to come run out there and just start beating up on each other. And then they were cutting, cut the black and that's it. And some of those other things, the, the overdone super kicks and all that. I get that. The only thing that I think has changed, maybe not for the better. Remember whenever you really, really first started watching and you were really giving it a chance and you were watching every week? I felt like it was a regular thing. Like almost every match on the card, you felt like the people were equal and you didn't always know who was going to win. Sometimes the story would dictate itself to where like, you would know. But if there was eight matches on the card, at least six of them, you're like, this could go either way. <laughs> You know what I mean? I used to complain to you because I'm like, Chris, every match they treat like a seven-star match. Every match. It could be Lee Moriarty versus freaking Peter Avalon. Mm-hmm. And it's a 20-minute banger. And I'm like, they don't need... Sometimes you need squashes. Sometimes squashes, you yeah. need that stuff. And they're doing a lot more of that now. I, like, this whole Wardlow squash fest that's happening, Yeah, it's getting kind of tiring. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm like, getting over it. But I feel like a lot of the matches... There's not nearly as many now whenever they go out there. There's still really good matches, but there's a lot of them. I'm like, okay, I already know who's going to win this one. That's the only thing I think I miss from the older, the very early days. But that's after also, we got to the point where we realized who was who, you know, because obviously in the very, very beginning, we don't know who a lot of these wrestlers were. There you go, I finally found it. The very bottom. But you see us in bold and bigger than all the other font. CEO, president, head booker. Yeah. Like he really, <laughs> really, he doesn't do that. Yeah, that's a really overstatement. That's like a fuck you, Cody. Like, I don't know. Like, is it a work? I don't know. We but, don't know. But you're right. So what you're saying is it was more equal, but it's because you also didn't know the people you didn't that know. Was, no, I'm saying even after we got past that, remember you were watching you're like, oh my goodness, that those two people are going, who's going to win? Wow. That guy won and he won clean. Like, cause you weren't used to that at the time. Cause you came in a little bit later. You're like, yeah, he won clean. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do here. You know, it could it could be John Moxley versus Kenny Omega on a regular Wednesday night, and one of them's going to win, and they're just going to decisively win, and we're going to move on. Well, I'll go to like Hangman when he lost Brian Cage clean. Yes, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's Hangman. Whoa. Like he just beat him clean. Like yeah. that's the stuff I like about AEW is there's always clean finishes. 
the first DQ ever, apparently, I don't know if it's true, was like Mercedes Martinez a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it's the first DQ ever, but like that doesn't happen much ever, ever. Very rarely. I don't yes. know if that was the first. No, it couldn't be the first because wasn't there the CM Punk MJF one? At the beginning mean? of the year? That was a DQ. Maybe. I don't know. Remember that? It was MJF's first loss of the year or whatever. Whenever oh, CM Punk yeah, goes yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. To that one dude. Yeah. So I don't know. wasn't first. It was first something, but it wasn't the first ever. I know that much. So let's get back to the Cody topic. If Cody jumps ship and decides to go to the WWE, and this is real. Leftovers. Or. The DMV Number 97. or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Where do you think best fits him where does he debut how does he debut what's his first feud what does he do he can show up anytime you want he can show up literally not friday night because they taped it yeah. but the condition is horrible <laughs> jesus christ I'm, pro- I'm probably winning the championship right now as we speak no, charlotte's pr- probably faking her head hit the table <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> How are they going to fix that on TV? Oh, just cut out that whole segment, please. How are they going to fix that? You don't show it. You just skip it. So anyway, so how do you debut Cody? Cody Rhodes. Like, how do you make him a big deal? What do you do? Put him in a high profile match. But before Mania? Like, have him come out after the Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I would leave Elimination Chamber tomorrow as it is in Saudi Arabia. That's a big, long flight. I don't know that everybody watches those shows because of the odd start time. Some people just don't like the fact that they go to Saudi Arabia. So I don't feel like that's the right time. That's maybe not when you're going to have the most eyes. I would think sometime shortly before Mania. But you also want to make sure that you're getting eyes on the show. But against who? Doing what? Depends on how big they want. They decided if they if he's going to show up there, how big do they want? Do they? It's got to be a good star, though. Can you put him against a Kevin Owens? Can you put him against an AJ Styles? Or do you want to have him go? You know, well, if it was after Mania, go go for the big dog. If here's what I would do: triple threat at Mania. Here's what I would do: one thousand percent. And a lot of people aren't going to like it. This, this will never happen, by the way. This is complete fantasy booking. This will never happen. Cody versus Vince McMahon. No. So you set up <laughs> Cody versus Triple H would be the match. That mm-hmm. would be the match. But you can't, but Triple H has had heart surgery. Yeah, he he's, he's out. But that would be the match. Yeah. So here's how you do it. Here's how I would do it, and it would never happen. Never. You don't debut him till 
the night after Mania. Title versus title already happened. Roman's on Raw because he holds the title. He holds both titles. He can go wherever he wants now. Roman does his thing. I beat everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Both titles. That's where you debut Cody. Interrupt Roman. Set up that feud. They don't have the match till SummerSlam. That's a long wait. Long-term booking. Yeah. If you want nice. if you want to get better and you bring in a Cody Rhodes, you look at his past and what he can do and what he should do and how to book people. That's how you build it. That's how you do it. Cody's in WWE. Blah 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 blah. He comes out there. American Nightmare, whatever you want to do with him. And then that's it. He doesn't need to say anything. He doesn't need to say shit. He just needs to come out there. Mhm. With his stupid neck tattoo, his suit, <laughs> everything. Seriously. That, that'd be a good time, though, because Raw after WrestleMania is always a big show. And that would be a perfect time to debut, especially against Roman. But that's the problem. Does Roman lose? He's got to lose eventually. He's losing to The Rock. He's going to lose to The Rock when? Mania next year. <laughs> Mania next year. Go on. <laughs> did you hear The Rock? Did you see The Rock? Oh, someone did. said, someone on Twitter called him out. You said the millions, but you didn't do the, and the millions. You just said the millions. You mm-hmm. didn't do and the millions. The Rock says, that's an Easter egg. You'll know later. There's more to come. That means he's going to wrestle WrestleMania next year. It's, it's already booked. It's in LA. It's in SoFi. It's where the Super Bowl just was. Next year's LA. Yes, where is it at this year? Um, Dallas. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was in L.A. this year. Roman and The Rock are going to wrestle next year. But that doesn't need to be for a title. Maybe Cody beats him. Maybe Cody beats. Maybe that's it. Your, your AEW pillar, EVP, superstar that never won the AEW title came over here and won the WWE title. But Vince has a history of burying, burying anyone that comes from another company. Anyone that had a prominent role in another company, you come over, you get buried. But how much of an F you would it be to Tony Khan? I took your guy. The guy oh, it would be. That I took your guy. And now he's our top guy. And now we're going to get eyes. But the problem is they won't book him, right? No one's going to know what to do. No. It's going to be a total disaster if he shows up. It's going to be... Oh God, I how, how long before he slides down to the mid and lower card back where he was before? Oh. If, if he shows up. Right away. After he loses like, the Roman. <laughs> at, backlash, at WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania <laughs> Backlash. Um, so, how cool would this be? Fantasy booking. More fan- I have all these scenarios in my head. How cool would this be? Tony Khan. This is all... A fucking big or this is all a work with in but it's not a work WWE doesn't know it's a work it's all a work they Tony Khan's richer than Vince Tony Khan yada 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 Cody goes over there wins the title and then t- a week later or hell he wins it on Monday night or whatever the very Wednesday night he shows up in dynamite with a championship who gives a fuck what are you gonna do sue me sue me but how would he show up there though as far as he would be, I would assume, under a contract working for WWE. Yeah. Forbidden door. Let's do it. <laughs> no, but like, how cool would it be, though? It that would be. would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. I know it's never going to happen. Never. That one. Yeah, that one's very. <laughs> but far-fetched. how fucking cool would that be? Yeah. Look, I have a lot of far-fetched things in my head of what I, I still think this is a work. I don't think it's a work. I, I keep on going back and forth. No. The reports are true. 
There's, there's credible people reporting it. He's already in the apparently already in the performance center, filming vignettes already. It's just so. What if he signs a small contract? What if it's only like a year contract? Wait. So if he's filming these little previews in anticipation of his debut. What's the over-under if he takes more or less time than Veer to no, make it to Monday night? Veer is never coming. Veer, <laughs> Veer is done. Sorry. <laughs> Side note, you just made me think about that when you say he's going to be filming stuff to get ready because I sent you that screenshot of all the Twitter <laughs> posts by WWE for months. He's coming soon. Yeah. Anyways, back to Cody. What happens with Brandy? She's not going. She's not going, though. She's not going there. What does she do? What does she do? What do they do? Roads to the top. That's it. But TBS isn't going to put that shit on there. TNT, not anymore. He left the, yeah. the network. So what does WWE have? Do they have their reality show now? Because they've done reality, obviously, the Miz and Mrs. Yep. You know, the Bella Twin show. Like, they've they've done these shows. So is that part of the deal? Cody wants a reality TV show on USA Network? And that, that's what Brandy does? I don't know. It just seems every gripe Cody has, creative control. Um, freedom, um, booking, everything. Why would you leave that to go somewhere where you're not going to get that? That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't, unless one of two things. One, it's just a shit ton more money. It's not or, about money. Or I read online a fan theory that it is all a work and also noted way, way back that Cody said soon they would be trying a storyline that hasn't either been done before or done in a very long time and it would be coming up. And this is where we're at that point now. Well, look at the promo he did before the ladder match. He said, I'm going to show you guys something you've never seen before. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. What is this it? This could be it. So like, where we just have no what, clue. Is he going to pop up there? Is he, although this is going to give rate, you know, Monday night ratings are going to go up for raw. Imagine this. Imagine just thinking about, cause if you know Cody Rhodes, I don't know him personally, but I've seen him on Being the Elite where he's more himself. He's a he's a jokester. He likes to, you know, he always has funny jokes to say. He always has a bright mind of what is next and what he wants to do. What if he is talking to Vince and Johnny Laurinaitis and all these idiots, like he's leading them on. Yeah, I'm signing with you guys. Yeah, fuck AEW. Like, and getting everyone talking. So WWE thinks this is happening. Like, they actually think this is happening. <laughs> and then and then it just doesn't happen. And then he returns to a... Like, what, what if that... What if he's leading them on? Like, you... Fuck you guys. I left you eight years ago. Fuck you guys. I'm going to piss you off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead you on to think I'm coming. And I'm going to give you the big middle finger. Like, how awesome would that be? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be that so would be cool. Great. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many things that can happen. I don't think he's leaving AEW. I truly believe. It just wouldn't make sense. I couldn't find a way that that would make sense. The only way I can see this is if it's a short-term contract, not locked in for more than two years, and he's just there to get more exposure on himself because they do get more ratings. They did. They you know they're they're just a bigger company. They are, but would you get bigger ratings? Like we were just saying, he may slide down the card in a matter of months. You're stuck there for two but years. Would you gonna, go back to, let me ask you, would you go back to your original job for two years? No. You wouldn't. 
Think back to your, your you hated that place. Yeah, but someone just said here, here's a few extra bucks. You want to come lock yourself in at a two year contract, so it's not something you can just walk away from. Oh, and if you miss any time, we're just going to keep tacking time on, and you're still going to be stuck here. Are you going to do that? What if he's there to implode it? What if he's sitting <laughs> now, in? Now you're getting really far <laughs> in. You're getting really far. Anything in. is possible. It is. Do you want to move on to our next topic? I think we've burnt our Cody. Yeah. So. The day before this news happened, there was another big news story that would have been big. Um, and I, I don't know if you care about it or not. I don't want to see it. Me neither. Stone Cold's returning to wrestle Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. I don't see why. I don't see how. I don't see who wants to stunner versus stunner. Are they obsessed? Spear versus spear. Stunner mm-hmm. versus stunner. Are they just obsessed with doing this stuff? Yes. Then why didn't we get super kick for super kick? Dolph Ziggler versus Shawn Michaels. We shouldn't. Well, you never know. That might be <laughs> on the plans for LA next year. We'll do. They'll do um, Tombstone versus Tombstone. Young Bucks versus Undertaker. There we go. So, I just don't get. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Jay White versus Bray Wyatt. They both have Sister Abigail looking thing. They're the same exact move. Yep. Um. So, I don't understand why people want this, and. This furthers my point of WWE is desperate. They do nothing but bring old people back. Why would anyone want to go there? You're you're literally losing a spot. Yeah. To a person that worked all year. Yeah. Someone's busted their ass working not only the regular shows that we see, but all the house shows in between. Busting your ass on the road constantly away from family. And then when it gets to the biggest time of year. And they say, yeah, go sit on the sidelines. We don't need you. We're going to bring in Goldberg again. Or now we're going to bring in Stone Cold. Trust me, I'm a huge Stone Cold fan. But this to me just feels like whenever Michael Jordan made his return, but on the Wizards. We were all just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of cool to see Jordan still play. But I don't want to see him in this in this light here. This is kind of depressing. This is kind of diminishing, you know, who he was. Now is, is that gonna weigh the way Stone Cold's like how is he ready to go? Is he can he still throw on a match like he did back in the nineties? Probably not. Nope. He's gonna be moving around slow and stiff and you know, like I have very low expectations and it's yeah. Is it gonna be Stunner? One, two, three, Kevin Owens loses, he gets embarrassed again. Like, Probably. We just saw Kevin Owens get thrown out of the Royal Rumble by Shane McMahon. Now he's left out of the elimination chamber by choice because he doesn't go over there. Yeah. Um, is this his punishment? Because punishment for signing a new contract. Well, it's his punishment for not playing ball and going to Saudi Arabia. That's his like he he'll never. I, I've learned this. I, I finally realized this in my life. He will never be a champion ever again because how could he? They go to Saudi Arabia twice a year. How could he ever have a championship? he will never defend it over there. Like he has to nothing more than maybe a mid card one. Then that just gets skipped for the pay-per-view that they can kind of exactly. So he'll never, never a top champion. He'll never be top champion again. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. Why would he, why would they ever, why would they ever put a top uh, him, you know, a, a top program if he's never, he doesn't want to play ball. Think about your job or my job or anyone's job. If you tell your boss, I refuse to do this. Mm-hmm. Are they going to give you perks? Are they going to give you, you're not going to get that big promotion. No, you're not. Because you refuse to do, which he refuses for. Yeah. Hey, you're still a really good worker. You do other things good, but this one big thing that we need, and you're not going to do it. That's fine. 
you're good in other areas, but yeah, we're not going to reward you and put you at the very top. Yeah. So we're looking at part-time mania again. We're looking at edge fighting someone. Don't know who yet. Hopefully it's AJ Styles. We got Stone Cold coming back, wrestling Kevin Owens. That's a disaster. Hopefully Goldberg's done. I hope. I hope this is it. Roman beats him, buries him. Never see him again. Maybe we can do Goldberg versus Diamond Dallas Page. I would love that. I'd love that if it was 1999. Goldberg versus Cody. 2000. Goldberg versus Cody. Oh, geez. That's what they're going to do. They're going to just throw. Cody's going to get. Cody's just going to get destroyed in WWE. It's just not even going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. No. So that was our good five minutes on Stone Cold. We don't want him. Nobody wants this. I love him, but it's, it's way past time. And for what? Yeah. For what though? Where do you where do you fit him into the card? And who are you kicking off the card? Who's losing a spot? Yeah. Or who's who's moving down the card to do a lesser match that could have a better match? But this is the lesser match. That's the thing. And you're wasting Kevin Owens. Well, I'm saying you could put Kevin Owens. Maybe it was supposed to be Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre, and they could build up a really good program. But they're like, you know what, Drew, you're not kicked off the card. But now you're going to face, you know, somebody at the bottom of the card. What if, and that's person at the bottom of the card, you're just not on the show. Like, how terrible would it be? Because it cannot be a singles match. It can't. It can't. Stone Cold can't do a singles match. Can he? Fifty six years old. I don't. I don't know. He has problem. I don't know. What if they make it a shitty tag team match? Intergender tag team match. That's what I'm saying. What if they make it a shitty tag team match? Like. Uh, you know, and we wait, and then the, then you waste Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins versus Stone Cold and his, you know, he legends always take some rookie like, oh yeah, this guy is you know some baby face. What's Nicholas doing? Is he busy yeah, right Nicholas. now? <laughs> yes, Nicholas. Nicholas and Stone Cold. Stone Cold and Goldberg, they team up finally. <laughs> this is whatever the mega powers, <laughs> except for like way past their prime. Yes, I don't know. It just seems like a shit show. Speaking of shit shows, we have the Elimination Chamber coming up. Tomorrow, noon. Um, not really looking forward to it, but I'm gonna watch it. I can't. I can't believe they have so many women wrestling on the yeah, show. Yeah, that was shocking. So many, so many. You have Ronda and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya. So yep. And then you have this, the Elimination Chamber match, and then you have Becky versus Lita. That's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve women. Yeah, on that's one wild. show. That's pro- that's progressive, I guess. I don't know. Good for, <laughs> for that <them>. country, yes. <laughs> Good for them. Um, I'm not really looking forward to the tag team match at all. The elimination chamber match that confuses the hell out of me. There's three women that could win that match. I don't think anyone should. The right person isn't in there. The mystery opponent isn't it. It's. Do you know who the ele- uh, mystery person is? No. You didn't. Is there? Is there is it a mystery? I'm yeah, seeing there. There was a mystery. Oh, there was a mystery, but I was about to say I'm looking at the thing right now, and everyone's labeled on there. Yeah. It, so it was they had a they had a gauntlet match on Raw. I watched Raw. I watched the whole damn show. I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. They had a gauntlet match with each woman, five women, not the sixth, just the five, and the winner of the gauntlet match enters the, the chamber last. So it's a good concept. Mm-hmm. I forgot who won. To be honest with you, I don't care who won. And then I think it was Bianca. Came down to Bianca and Rhea Ripley. I think Bianca won. Belair. And then after that, they had a therapy session with, with Alexa Bliss. And she's like, Oh, I'm healed, blah, 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 blah. And the therapist is like, Oh, I have here's here's a here's Lily's remains, the stuffing of Lily. 
goes, this is a replica lily. I have an idea. Then he goes to a commercial. Then we come back from a commercial, and she has Lily, the replica, and the stuffing's all gone. And he's like, oh, we all knew. If you're fucking above 10 years old, you can figure out what happened. He's like, oh, I put the remains of Lily into your replica doll. So you'll always have Lily with you. And then Alexa grabs her and goes, oh, I love you, Lily, and walks away. I'm like, oh, here we go. I thought we got rid of this fucking gimmick. But it continues. <laughs> and then uh, she goes, then a promo plays. Oh, I'm not doing anything Saturday. I guess I'll see you guys in the chamber. Ha ha ha. Oh, Alexa's the no- For what? For what? You could add Bailey. You could add Oscar. So many other better people. Could have had a freaking oh, uh, uh, Mickey James. If, if you really opened the fucking forbidden door, you could have had Mickey James. You could have had someone else. But you choose the fiend Alexa. Fiend Alexa, your least favorite. And she, I like Alexa, but yeah, that that gimmick got old. And she, well, she comes back, and does she lose her first match? So we're looking at Alexa versus uh, Becky? Is that what we're looking at? Who knows? Who makes returns and loses? Yeah. Well, over there, anything is possible. Anything is possible with that company. It's got to be Bianca. Bianca has to win. Get the rematch. It's not what I want. I want a Bailey. But we're not getting that. Of course you do. You could have put Sasha in there. What's Sasha doing? Yeah, what is she doing, by she's the way? The, she's she's making the Mandalorian part three. Who fucking knows at this point? <laughs> Who knows? She, she still work there? It's funny because... Is she going to walk through the forbidden door soon? She'll make... I hope. She'll make a return. And then she's out for three weeks. And then she makes a return. <laughs> like Everyone's like, how many returns can you have in one year? Because <laughs> that's what she does. Is it really a return at that point if it's three weeks? No, it's not a return. It's like when um, it's like when Sammy Guevara missed one week. Or Cody Rhodes missed one week of Dynamite. Oh, we have to have an intern TNT champion. Yeah. For what? Just hit the pause button on that story. <laughs> one week. Yep. Um, Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. Register today for the overnight and join thousands in Washington, D.C. on June 3rd as we walk 16 miles from dusk till dawn to stop suicide. Start your journey today at theovernight.org. Yeah, the only thing I care about is Brock Lesnar in their Elimination Chamber match. He has to win. Like He has to. Nobody could beat Brock. That'd be stupid. And then you have title versus title at Mania. Yeah. That's what has to happen. That, yeah, that's where it feels like it's going for sure. Yeah. So I don't. Let's, let's unify them once and for all. Now, how would you like to see. How would you like to see Brock win? Would you want to see him? I've heard people want him to entrance one and just beat everyone one by one. So he, the first person he beats in like a minute. Then someone else comes out of the cage. He beats him in a minute. Like until Lashley's the last one, they have a big match. Didn't they do that with someone a Shana, few years ago? Shayna Baszler. Yes. And that was horrible. <laughs> it was so boring. It was the worst. I'd rather him come out last. If he can, or if not, then fifth. It, it Just was sitting make, there, people, you know, going up, getting, maybe t- tie that into the match where people are wrestling around his chamber. 
they get thrown into it and he's just standing there looking fierce and everything like make him like you can just tell oh man whenever he gets out of there he's gonna unleash hell on them if, if you want to have him go in and wipe out everyone quick that's fine, but no, I would not want to see him be number one and eliminate everyone because that was awful when they did it with Shayna. I would like to see them start out with like Riddle and Austin Theory or something like that. They wrestle for a little bit. Then someone else comes out. I don't care who. Then like Bobby Lashley comes out, like fourth, right? So you still have Lesnar in, in his cage, and then who's the other guy? Uh, Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. In his cage. Then you see, so Lashley comes out. So they're all, no one's eliminated. There's four people left, or four people in the ring. Then you have Lashley, or not Lashley, Brock Lesnar and Rollins. This would never happen because it's too cool to happen. (laughs) But instead of Brock waiting his turn, he says, fuck this, and breaks through the cage, breaks through the plexiglass, beats the fuck out of everyone, saves Lashley for last. Lesnar wins the title. End of story. We have him going on to face Roman Reigns. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, Something different. Like he just says, like he's just tired of waiting. Mm-hmm. Like he, maybe Lashley comes out there and spears everyone. And then Lesnar's getting all, not jealous, but all worked up. And he just fucking uh, bangs on the thing. And Lashley's like, holy shit. But it would only work though if all five men are in the ring. So maybe Seth has to, has to come out too. Okay. And Lashley's just waiting his time. Like what the fuck is going on? Boom. F5, F5, F5. Stack them all up. <laughs> Stack them all up. <laughs> The first five man stack. <laughs> no, he like has them laid out, like literally. He just like lays on top of all five, of all five men. <laughs> I'm okay with him dominating, but don't do it from the very beginning to where all we see is that Shayna Baszler repeat of no one else even gets any offense in. The whole match is just watching one person beat up on everybody. That was boring. Yep, yep. So I really have nothing else to say about this pay per view. Unless you want to bring something to the table. No, I don't have anything else. It's a very okay, mediocre pay-per-view. It is. It's very mediocre compared to what Revolution's going to be. Gee, we haven't even talked about that yet. No. It's a banger. Okay, so let's go to the top five things that WWE needs to fix to be successful. Is that the, is that the topic? Something like that. You know, something's fixed to be successful. What things can they fix in 2022 that would make you watch more often? You know, anything along Chris, those lines. I got this. I have a perfect list. If they hired me as creative or anything, I would fix that company in probably a month. I can't wait to hear it. And I'll tell you what, this is the first time my list is unranked. You know, I, I they're put, all, they're my, all just yeah, there. I think we're going to have a lot of crossover. That's the other reason why I did it too. There's going to be, so that way we can just jump in yep. whenever one of us says the other one, but I have no order. Cause these are all things that I feel like just need fixing. I mean, I do have a number one cause I do, I do have a number one, like a number one major thing they need to fix, but everything else is right. It could go out of order. So I'll yeah, I, I would, I would say the exact same thing. I got one that I will save for last unless you say it earlier i probably won't because i left some things off i left i left some obvious things off obviously like i do that so my number five oh the one that's going first let's hear your first of five things i want less pay-per-views i want less well they don't call them pay-per-views anymore they call them premium live events is that what they're called now pre Wow. Yeah, they're called because they're not pay per views. You don't you don't rent them, you don't buy them, and they're yeah, you don't pay per view. You just have the network now. Yeah, and it's a premium live event. So that makes what they sense. Call them now. So I want less premium live events. So they have seems like thirteen a year. Like 
It seems like sometimes they even double up. What do they have like? Oh, I remember whenever they first did the brand split and they were doing them every two weeks. Oh my gosh. So each brand had 12, but you were getting 24 pay-per-views. It's insane. Every other Sunday, you had to stop what you're doing to watch a pay-per-view in order to keep up. Well, the reason, and, and, and if they had less pay-per-views or less premium live events, you would have less rematches. So that's why they do this program thing where they'll have TLC and the Miz will beat fucking Commander Aziz. And then they'll have backlash and Commander Aziz will get his win back. Yep. And then they'll have money in the bank. And then the Miz will get his win back. And it's like, we just did three months of this. Yeah. When you could have just had three months of buildup in one blow off match. Yep. So I'm not saying they need four pay-per-views like, you know, AEW. I honestly, I think it'd be better. I think their format is great because it saves, it gives you time to build towards the big stuff. They feel more important, their pay-per-views. Like, you, every one of them is a must-watch. And you know what? To supplement it in between, they have those special shows like a beach break, like a winter is coming, every now and then sprinkled in. Which doesn't, I think that's the right formula. But NXT's doing that. NXT does a great job with their special show. Like, Vengeance Day, that was an amazing show. It was yeah. really good. And they've been doing that with Halloween Havoc. They did it with... they. So they have the... NXT has that blueprint. They just need to do it on the main roster. Make things special. Not, oh, shit, we're low in ratings. Uh, Legends Night. We're doing a Legends Night. <laughs> and we're going to have Mean Gene saying that he's dead. We're going to have Jimmy Hart in the back. And he's going to do something stupid. And that's it. Like Legends Night. Like, yeah. that's what they do. Instead of Legends Night, bring those, bring War Games to the main roster. And have it on a special Friday Night Smackdown. Like AEW did with their... Uh, mm-hmm. War games or whatever, blood and guts, blood and guts. Yeah. So, I agree. Less pr- less premium live events, more story building, more make it feel special. Yeah. If you have how I much, mean, especially now with them with it not being a pay per view because it before it seemed like they were doing that as a money grab to just keep getting more and more money. Well, if you're not getting more and more money per event anymore, I don't know. Maybe sponsorship some. But make the ones that you have worth it. Like, who gives a fuck about TLC in the middle of the summer or whatever it is? Yeah. In some clash of champions. Yeah, like, or, who get Like, like AEW has Battle of the Belts. That's a regular television show on USA, or not USA Network, on TBS. Mm-hmm. You can have those shows still. You can have whatever you want. Just don't make it a premium live event and because it's not special. No. If everything's... The same fucking thing, then it's not special. If I have Dunkin', if I have donuts every day, then having a donut isn't a treat anymore. It's just a daily, it's a daily thing. I should just leave it to their big five. Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and Great Balls of Fire. Yep. No, just kidding. That's it. That's <laughs> no, the last one. Uh, money in the Bank. No. That would Get rid it. of Money in the Bank. I, no, I think that one's good. No. Because it sets up. No, no. Or you no. just want that as a match somewhere else. I want that at Mania. I want that at Mania. I want my, I want the Money in the Bank match at Mania. I am so sick of these pay per views. TLC Money in the Bank. Yeah, as long as they keep that concept around. Yeah, keep Money in the Bank. Put it at WrestleMania. Have King of the Ring as a premium live event and build up to it. Have have a don't have some bullshit eight man tournament. What was it? Two weeks of television. Have a big tournament. Have a it's King of the Ring. Yeah. You'll have 32 wrestlers and have it throughout three months. 
and have the finals happen at King of the Ring. Yeah, put some story into it while you're at it. Yes. Fresh matchups each week. You don't have to keep recycling. And you don't have to have your own re- bring in indie, indie wrestlers for this one match. Like, it happens. It happens. Yeah. You're a professional wrestling show. But that's my number five. I've been on forever. That's my fifth or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Less one paper, of five. Less premium live events. All right. That one was a good one. So this one I'm going to go with first because it's my smallest gripe, I guess. And we won't have to go on too long about it. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I'm going to go something very simple that I just, it makes the show unwatchable right now. Like literally I cannot watch it for this reason. And I wish they would cut down on the camera cuts and zooms and spins and things because I literally will get dizzy sometimes watching it. Like it gives What's me my number one camera. That's cuts. literally my number one. That, that was, is my number one. one. I cannot well, Apparently watch we can't go on for a while. Let's go. I can't watch this show. Jesus fucking Christ. If I, one fake punch from Big E, they do five camera cuts. Yeah. And they have to get it close in on their fucking face. And then they have to do. It looks, like, it looks like they're producing it in the middle of an earthquake. Every show. I, you know, they stopped doing the shaky thing as much with the, when they, you know, they pummel. Oh, yeah, them. I would see it. They'd shake it and then zoom in, zoom out, go left, go right. You know, like. So like I watch AEW. And when Sammy Guevara does a senton bomb off of the top rope onto the apron, it's one shot. Yes. If that was WWE, it'd be a camera cut of him jumping. Then they would cut to him flipping. Then they would cut to him landing on the fucking apron. Then they would cut to him laying on the fucking ground. And it's like, I can't watch this. And then there would be three cameras cutting to him, running up to him, cut just to see and check in on him. I cannot stand this. Yeah. They, they do... They're so in love with their cameras. They really, I, I realize it. They're in love with their angles. Like, it's no longer a hard camera watching a wrestling match. It's up close and personal. Very, very close to them. Like, when they do an Irish rip, whip, you don't see the ring. You just see the person. There's no more show. It's just on you. It's on the wrestler. It's on the performer. Mm-hmm. And it, like, they're really big on... And this is more than just the camera cuts. Like when Bianca Belair is making a pin attempt and she is one, two kicks out, they zoom in on her fucking face and she has to give the stupid impression of like, what? Yeah. What? But like every time, right? Every time. And it's like match just started. They're 30 (laughs) seconds in. She knocked him down. I only got a two count. I only punched her twice. And and they're so focused in like, even like, so when a baby face is making their comeback and they're doing the head shake, Oh, I got this. Oh, it's like a thousand camera cuts of the, of the fucking face. Yep. God drives. This is like the number one thing I hate about (laughs) WWE. This is by far the worst thing about their fucking television show because I cannot stand I get nauseous. Yep, I do too. Like, that's a big reason why I don't watch anymore. Aside from the boring storylines, I turn it on sometimes. The camera's shaking way too much. I can't do this. I just can't do it. It reminds me of, um, what was that movie? Taken 2, I think. 
No, 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 not Taken Two. It was uh, the Born Supremacy. Born Identity was good. They did. I don't know if you ever saw the Born Supremacy with Matt Damon. They were trying to do way too many action shots. The camera was shaking the whole time. Every little thing. Like, they must have got the director from that or <laughs> one of the, the people from that. And, like, that's who they hired. I just, I think of it as Transformers. You try to watch a Transformer. I mean, you might like those movies. I don't like those movies. They were okay. But when you see them, like, the robots fighting, it's like you can't see what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Because everything's so fast, shaking, like you said. Camera cuts like crazy. Optimus Prime's one punch is like seven cuts. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. And I just don't understand why you can't just let it breathe. Yeah. Watch AEW. They let it breathe. Yes, there are botches. We I know the camera can't the camera angles are to hide the botches. That's what it's for. That's why they do that. Yeah. We saw on AEW. I don't know if you caught it. Maybe it was wrestling. Maybe it was raw. I don't know what show I missed. But somebody <laughs> it had to be AEW because it was recent. Somebody kicked and then the wrestler fell down. But it was clearly his day. Two feet away from his face. And I'm like, if that was WWE, they would have camera cut it. We wouldn't have seen the miss. Yeah. But AEW lets it breathe. It's okay. You have botches. We understand it's a fake. It's a live it's show. A, we understand there's mess ups. Yeah. But WWE, the, the, oh, I can't even talk about it. it fucking drives me insane. Yeah. Camera cuts. It's Stop worst. it. Well, sorry to burn your first one. You're number one there on my number five. You think it was so small. No, it wasn't so small. <laughs> It's the worst thing about their television. All right. Do you want to do another one or you want me to do one? You do another one. All right. This one might be on your list too because this is something that you say all the time about them. There just there has to be less, as you call it, fuck finishes. Is that on your list too? My less yeah. less yeah. DQs. Look, real finishes. <laughs> just going down your list. It's reversed this week. I'm I'm picking apart your list. So less of the DQs, less of the roll-up. My God, less of the roll-ups. Less that give me a clean finish every once in a while. You can work a DQ into a story or into a match every now and then. It works. It worked. We were just talking about it earlier. MJF and CM Punk. They worked that into their story. That he gave him his first loss. It was because of a DQ. They did something with it. Um, I think for any big match, there was the, the triple threat match with, was it Kenny Omega, Pac and um, orange Cassidy at the pay-per-view back in May up in Jacksonville. And Kenny won with a roll up. I was okay with that because I was like, one, it doesn't happen all the time. And two, it was kind of like, I felt it tied into the match of that was the only way he was going to get out of there with a win is he had to do something sneaky like that and just, seize the opportunity and roll someone up and catch them off guard. Like it worked. And now if they do that every week, I'd be like, this is stupid. Yep. But like how many, what is there one or two or three roll-ups every week? Like, why is that? That's the, what's that's like the most devastating finisher. That is the finisher. So that is the new pedigree, the new stone cold stunner, you know, whatever it's the roll-up. So like Aaliyah beat Natty roll up. Dominic Mysterio just beat Miz in a roll-up. Like, Becky Lynch just beat Liv Morgan in a title match in a roll-up. Everything's a roll-up. They think that protects a wrestler. Like, no. oh, she no, it makes you look stupid. Yeah. Like, you can't roll. Are you that hurt? Three seconds you're in shock because someone grabbed you and rolled you up? Are you serious? Yeah. It makes you look fucking foolish. Yeah. And for some reason, they think 
that's a good finish. And it happens what it's not even just the roll-ups. It's the DQs in WWE. You'll they'll they'll promote on Raw. Seth Rollins versus Riddle. And I'm thinking, okay, who's getting DQ'd? Yep. That's that's all I'm thinking about. Who's running in? Oh, they're gonna turn this into a tag team match. Yep, it's not gonna actually happen. They're yeah. not gonna give you that match. Hap- or you're not gonna get it clean. So when it happens every single week. Every week, so they had um, AJ Styles versus Damian Priest in a in a number one contenders bullshit match. Whatever you got to beat them, and then you could have the contenders match or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, AJ's gonna win this. Okay, AJ won, of course. And I'm like thinking, okay, so in the championship match, Damian's gonna get disqualified because that's just what WWE does. Yeah. No, you beat him. You beat him clean. One, two, three. I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> what? Shocking. Like, what just happened? But then you have Dominic Mysterio beating The Miz in a roll-up with no real moves happening to him. He wasn't really beat up. So you're telling me you can kick out of a German suplex. You can kick out of this. But just because a fucking 22-year-old kid rolls you up, and you're like, whoa, I don't know what's happening. My arms are flailing away. You can't just lift your fucking arm up. Nope. It makes you look stupid. The, it makes every wrestler you have un, uncredible. It's the worst. Now, I was totally against the Seth Rollins finish at the last premium live event where he they got disqual Roman got disqualified. It made sense. Rose Royal Rumble. I thought about it. That was a good DQ. Sucked. Yeah. It sucked. It really did. But yeah, that was that a good one was DQ. bad just because I, I think we talked about the placement on the card. Yeah, that was not the spot to put it. Don't open the show with that. I didn't have a problem to finish it. I, I realized later I had a problem with the placement on the card because that one actually did make sense. Yes, but geez, these every. Why do you watch Raw? You watch. Why do you watch wrestling to watch two men or two women perform? There has to be a winner in boxing in UFC. Hell, you could be the baddest woman in UFC. You could be the baddest guy in UFC. You take L's. It just happens. Yeah. It's okay to lose sometimes. Which, in WWE, they're like, Seth Rollins can't lose. Why not? Why can't he lose clean? It happens. People yeah. get caught. Tyson fucking lost. Muhammad Ali lost. Like, people lose. It's okay. It's going to happen every now and then. I mean, the fucking... Uh, 50-50 booking or something off a of fuck finish, I think, looks far worse for them than just taking having a great match like, and taking a clean loss. Think about real sports. Real sports. The Bengals lost, right, in the Super Bowl. It happened. But we don't think it's shitty of like we don't think oh that what a shitty franchise. They just lost. Yeah, no, they're they going to be terrible. They're finishing uh, 25th next year. No, they just lost. It, yeah. Sometimes it just happens. And I wish WWE would take that consideration. I wish they would care about the records even though AEW cares about them but they don't care about them. I just wish Fuck finishes suck. Because it would waste your time. It's just such a waste of time. Yeah. Imagine Feels doing, like a wasted match for sure. Imagine doing something for like six minutes of your time. Imagine doing whatever you're doing. And then in the six minutes of you finishing it, it means nothing. You did nothing. That's what it does. Yeah. Go on. Burn another one of my topics. Burn another one. Which which of these two? Do I want do you want me to burn? I should probably not burn one of yours. And each time that you're flashing me your list, I'm very hard trying not to look at the other ones, and I haven't yet. All right, so here, I'll do this one because I don't think you have this one on your list, but maybe you do. I'm going to say make someone other than the big five feel important. And big five I'm putting is Roman, Brock, Charlotte, Becky, Ronda. Make people feel important other than those five because, honestly, nobody else feels that important. 
they all feel very secondary. Remember you were talking about a few weeks ago, a week ago, there was some match between like two. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply mid lower card people and you're like i'm actually excited for this match it feels like a big deal on aew i, I can't even remember who oh, it, was. it was like layla hirsch and red velvet or like uh chris statlander chris or something. statlander yeah something like that yeah and you're like i'm actually excited for this they feel important they feel you know yeah i know i know that they're not the top of the card but they still feel important like it really feels like everyone is just keeping busy until you go lose to one of these five and like they're the only ones that matter. So it's, I would say make more so and then you wouldn't have this problem every year of needing to bring in everyone for WrestleMania. You don't need to bring in Goldberg and Undertaker and Stone Cold and Ric Flair or whoever else they're gonna have if you would just make someone else feel important out of these five, which up until recently it was four until it, Rhonda got back. It goes like this. You'll have let's just give out the example of Rey Mysterio. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. But he's really in this purgatory where he's doing nothing. And he'll feud with The Miz. Like right now, he's feuding with The Miz. And they'll just do their little thing. They'll have a little 50-50 booking. And then for what? What was the reason? Why are they feuding? Is there is there a story? There's just no story there. With Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander, there was no story. Until Chris um, Statlander was having an interview with Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch came in. You guys cost me my purse. Help. We just heard Cody talk about it an hour ago mm-hmm. <laughs> of winners make more money. Their feud was you cost me my purse or whatever it was. I'm not making my money because you guys are holding me back. Fuck you. Let's fight. That meant something. Where in WWE, it's, well, you know, I'm not doing anything else. Okay. You want to fight? <laughs> Like there's All just right. no rhyme or reason to any feud. Yeah. It's just, it's just nothing's important. It's Roman, and that's it. So I said Roman, Brock, Charlotte, Becky, and now Ronda. Charlotte's not even important. She's kind of fallen off. I mean, but well, they don't. They could make her important. This Ronda thing could be important. This Ron, if if Ronda came out and said, "I'm picking you," for. This only reason you had a butt your fucking business getting our fucking business. I was fighting Becky and you came in and made a triple threat match and you fucking put your face in my business. Now I'm putting my face in your business. That's all you had to say. Yeah, that's all you had to say. I fix it like that. Like that. I didn't even think about that till just now. All you had to say was you 
You're the reason, not the reason, but you made it harder for me to defend my title at Mania. You put your fucking neck in someone else's business when you shouldn't have been there. Now I'm going to take what you want because you took away what I wanted. Yeah. There you go. I'm intrigued by that. How hard was that? Yeah. <laughs> How hard? I came up with it right there on the spot. Naomi and Sa- Sonia, why are they feuding? Yeah. Why? Can someone tell? I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. Can someone tell me why? There's no fucking reason. We don't know. But again, the, they're not made to feel important. So why do we care about their story? Exactly. Or or them being on screen. That could have been on my list. I just left it off. I, I purposely went with that one out of my three remaining, thinking that would not be on your list. And I'll go with another one on mine. I guess this is my number two or whatever. Wherever you're at. Shorten Monday Night Raw. Shorten it. We're going to 11 o'clock for a DQ fuck finish. That nobody gives a fuck about every single week. Yep. Every single week. It's Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins for for what? Yeah. For what? We're doing eight to ten is the perfect time frame for a wrestling show. I don't want to stay up till eleven o'clock at night to watch your shitty fuck finish. <laughs> that is not yeah. what I want to do. You're not getting quality program out of that extra hour. Because what so this extra hour, what does this bring on? More 24-7 segments that no one gives a fuck about. Yep. More Sonya and, and bald fucking Adam Pierce talk looking at their stupid phones like they're doing something. Well, that's interesting. Okay, I guess we're gonna book this match. And they just stare at each other for three seconds. Yeah. Like that's how they end segments. They just it's stare an at each other. Yeah, it's just so stupid. It could cut out a lot of the instant replays. A lot of them. In match or the you know, the whole thing that we talk about where it's they open us open the show with a segment, go to commercial, come back, review that segment and what just happened, and then they go to a match, and then they talk about earlier in the night, and then by the time you get into that 10 o'clock hour going into 11, they got to review it one more time. So it's like we've seen the same segment four times and, in the show. And, and what they Show it once and let's move on. What they've been doing recently, which drives me insane, I feel, I feel bad for the people that pay money to go watch Raw and sit there. They'll have randomly, awesome, I come to play. Miz will come out, you know, looking cool, looking like what he, walking out. They'll go, coming up next, Miz versus Dominic Mysterio in this grudge match. Miz is walking out, he stands in the ring, commercial. So what the fuck do they do for that four minutes of commercials? The Miz is just standing there in the ring like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And then they come back and Dominic Mysterio comes out. It's like, Really? This is what we're doing? We're wasting this much time? This is what we're doing. No. How about we just have to fucking match? Like, <laughs> just everyone get out there and let's It just fight. seems like they're no, just but that's waste. what they do. Yeah, they, they bring them out to their music, and then they just loop the music. Those entrance songs are a lot longer than you would think, and they'll just loop them, and they just kind of stand around there, and then they kind of <laughs> dim the lights, and the person just stands there, and then all of a sudden... All right, we're coming back in three, two. Well, All right, Dominic's music. Like hit. sometimes I'll do a promo where Miz will like, you know, he'll get the mic and he'll talk shit for a little bit to heat up the crowd, you know, to get him really pissed off. I know Jericho did that a lot. I know we've been to live events. We've seen it happen. But, and on top of the shortening of Raw, which would be awesome, 10 o'clock is the perfect ending time. Yes. Um, You would get more, You not. I'm not saying that you would have, more dragging out segments, but everything would feel more important because there's only a certain amount of time. Yes. With three hours, not everyone needs a shot. Like, we don't need three shots of the fucking toga party. <laughs> we you don't know? need any shots of that, but that's a whole other thing. 
But yeah, it's it's the whole theory of um, old saying of leave them wanting more. At two hours, it's just enough because one hour doesn't feel enough. It's hard to pack in a good Dude, quality show. I'll tell you show. what, Rampage has been good li- lately. It has, I'm, but I'm digging the one hour. It does, but it still leaves me wanting a little more. Like I want a little more to the show. It's just like usually four matches and a quick promo and that's it, which is good, but I want a little more. So that's what I'm saying. Two hours is just the right time. Three hours, it starts to feel like a chore to it, watch the it show. It is a chore. So short and raw. Yep. It used to be two hours. It was awesome. It was great. Three hours. Three hours is way too much. God. All right. Anything else on that? No. Good. Shorten my rant on raw. <laughs> short and raw for your number two. So for my number two, while you're talking about shortening, so I'm going to talk about lengthening something, something that WWE needs to make longer and that's their stories i feel like a long-term booking long story in wwe is like what two weeks maybe four before you start hitting the the reruns of the same thing i'm talking like a story where you feel like it went beginning to end it's two three weeks and then after that you're just doing reruns for the next two months of the same thing Mm -hmm. it's and and treat treat your viewers like they're not small children who don't understand what's going on. What we were just talking about with all the replays. I don't need four replays. I understand what happened. Like, give me a story that doesn't, Oh, what is this big mystery? Something who did this? What happened? Oh, and then next week. Okay. This is what happened. The end. Man, stretch it out. Keep my interest going for a while. Give me something more than the short two week stories every single time. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Just if it, it's all one story of like, we want shorter shows. We want long-term booking. We want less pay-per-views. It all just like, like it all adds up to what you just said. Make it feel important long-term. The Miz and the, and the Miz and Edge were just thrown together. Just think about that. That rivalry happened two weeks after CM Punk and MJF. Happened two weeks after, like, and then they're already done. And CM Punk and MJF are still going, mm-hmm. and they still feel important. Just, and just we still know we got a little ways to go. We got at least what another three weeks to go on that story. Yes. So, and, and it could be done. And not every story has to be super long. No, just put some effort. It's all you need is effort. But they don't do that. They think we're the WWE. We're this. We're. I just wonder if they think everyone has very short attention spans. Like no one can keep up with anything going on for more than two weeks <laughs> or like from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. But sometimes they go too long. Like with this Austin theory thing, where is it leading? There's nothing going on. It's just like, I know you don't watch raw, but it's every week Vince is telling them to do something. And it's like, that's why I said it. Some of them go longer, but it's, it's essentially at a certain point, they're just hitting the recycle button and they're doing the same thing over and over. So I don't really count that as a long story. If it feels like, Like if you could miss, let's say it's an eight week story where they take this. If I can miss weeks two through five and still understand what's going on because week six is the same as week one of this story, then it was no good. And you just kept recycling the same thing over and over again. Right. Give me some long term, you know, where like if you were explaining it to another wrestling fan who didn't watch or a non wrestling fan, what was going on? 
there's a story, there's a beginning, a middle, an end, there's character development, there's all these sorts of things, not just some goofy, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, it's a robotic spider from Party City. <laughs> that was probably one of the best stories, the most intriguing stories they had until the reveal. So that would be my number two if we're if we're calling it that. All right. Well, then I will go into my number one, which might be on yours. I'm just going to say it. Get rid of the entire creative. Get rid of the scripts. Get rid of let the wrestlers perform. Let the performers perform. I just saw Kevin Owens read a promo, and it was god-awful. It was about Texas. That was my number one. <laughs> it has to be. Yeah. Give the rest, Give the performers. I originally wrote down give the wrestlers more creative control. Give the performers more creative control. And what I mean by that is not only the wrestlers, but even people like the announcers. You see all these things that leak onto the internet of all these rules of all these things they can say that they must squeeze in there and all these things that they're not allowed to say. You can't call it a belt. It's a title. It's a title opportunity. They're not fans. They're the, the universe, you know, like there's all these things they have to remember. Just let them go out there and just be someone that's a commentator, but also a fan calling what they're seeing. So not even just the wrestlers, the commentator, everybody give everyone more creative control. Yeah. I cannot begin. Like Kevin Owens is a magician on the microphone. Let him be Seth Rollins. Amazing on the mic. Amazing performer. Let him be. Why are we doing these stupid, not funny? I heard maybe, maybe they fired them all. The big bang theory writers were writing for WWE. That show. Okay. It, one Emmys dollish bullshit, but you're not you're not hiring wrestling minds to write for wrestlers. You're you're just not. So why would so would you hire a IT person to teach someone how to cook? No, no, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So let the wrestlers do their thing and do what they do best. I could see maybe you have a couple of writers to help to help. The, the the ones that are a little more green, the ones that are a little newer or that maybe aren't as good at that help kind of push them along, bounce some ideas, but still for the most part, let them be themselves because that's what we've learned. I think the most from AEW is what part of what makes it so intriguing is they feel and they look like they're invested in their own characters. They're protective of their characters. You can tell they take a lot of pride in their work. And they don't look like robots out there or sound like robots. Yeah, I mean, you heard the Moxley interview when, when he left and he was on Talk as Jericho. He's like, they just gave him a script. He fucking said, fuck it. And just was miserable and just read it. Like, you said, what you want me to say? All right, I'll go say it. I'll yeah. leave in like three months. I'll, I'll just say what you want me to say. Like, he didn't care anymore. Imagine if he hadn't, if he cared, if he actually got to do what he wanted to do, he'd be still there making money for the company and not mm -hmm. in AEW. AEW wouldn't exist, I don't think, if they would let their people have creative control. Yeah, but Vince is so worried. I think, I think he's just so worried about losing what he has, but he's already lost it. That's the thing. Yeah, he's just so stubborn. He just wants to say, "My way is the way." And it's always and we're not gonna the way. we're gonna force it. We're gonna make it work. Yeah, it just doesn't work. We're just we're just so uninvested. Like, think about this: they're having an elimination chamber, and nobody cares. Yeah, I don't care. WrestleMania is coming up. I don't care. No. <laughs> it just doesn't. And, I care and, about revolution. Yeah. And think about that. Would you have ever thought even maybe five years ago or especially 
10, 15 years ago that you would ever say that WrestleMania is coming up and I don't care. I, I don't. I'm Orange Cassidy. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Yeah. What a joke. Christmas time. Sami Zayn had a gauntlet match to win the to win number one contender match for the Intercontinental Championship. That was in December. Who? Sami Zayn. What did I say? Sami Zayn. Okay. Remember, he won the gauntlet match to become yep, number yep. one contender. That was in Christmas time. That was like a remember like the Christmas show. It's now February seventeenth, and he wins it. Well, now it's now February eighteenth on a Friday, and he wins it tonight. Yeah. Two months, and it wasn't even long term booking. It was he went to go tomorrow feed. night. Yeah. Well, we're releasing. Yeah, this on yeah. Friday. So yeah, when people are listening to this, it would be tonight. Yeah. So so it's not even long term booking because he didn't feud with Shinsuke. He feuded with fucking Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> so they said, "Oh, you're number one contender." Oh, scrap that. We're gonna go. You're gonna wrestle Knoxville, and then you'll win the Intercontinental Championship, and then you'll lose the title Knoxville at WrestleMania. That's what's going to happen. I hope not. It's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to happen. And then what does what Johnny Knoxville do with it? Does he just say, I resign? Does he wrestle someone else? Does he lose it in one night? Does he pull a uh, Zack Ryder? Lose it on Monday? I don't know. I don't see how they can have him win. No. I mean, if, if they do. That'd be terrible. It's the end. It's already over, but it's the end. Just like this show. <laughs> the end. That's it. The end because we're going a little late. We're ending the show. I hope you liked our list. WWE, I hope you listened. Um, I hope you enjoyed um, the show. It was really good. It was really fun to vent. The yeah. whole show was good. It was some good venting. Hot topic now. You know, we haven't had a huge topic, I feel like, in a long time. But nope. Nope. Now we have one. We got Elimination Chamber. Maybe we'll talk about next week. We got the Build the Mania, the Build the Revolution. So lots, com- lots coming up in the next few weeks. Yep. Yep. So, you can follow me on Twitter, Josh Kimball LUS, where you'll find me arguing with Minnesota Viking fans. You will find Chris. And wrestling fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They block me for yep. no reason at all. I can't. I've never met a wrestling fan on Twitter that hasn't blocked me. <laughs> you, you get blocked by all and of them. And I eventually. don't even say anything rude. No. <laughs> nope. You just disagree with their thoughts. I don't even. <sighs> Anyways. You can follow Chris at RTW Chris on Twitter. I say nice things. He says very nice things. I'm more followable than he is. <laughs> but I'm more, hey. You're, I'm, you're the heel. I'm the heel. That's the what ultimate happens. Twitter so heel. what happens is wrestling people just block me, which is totally fine. Do whatever you want to do. Um, we are part of the Say It Again Network. And thank you for listening. Until next time. I don't have a top five, by the way. So okay. I'll, I'll think of one later tonight. But until next time, we'll see you later. All right. See you.
leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.